Liam, and we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant a foundational seed on how to grow your wealth and unlock your ideal lifestyle. We are so, so glad you're here. And today, I have friend, fellow entrepreneur, and also financial advisor at Northwestern Mutual, Randall Harris in town, uh, to talk through a pretty hefty topic. Um, But Randall, we're just so glad that you're here to be on the podcast in general. Glad to be here as well. Randall, we wanted to ask, you know, our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade money stress for real happiness. What does happiness mean to you? How are you using finances to get there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and let me start too and just thank you all. You know, I appreciate the opportunity to come oh. by and oh, a man of the people. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> like I mentioned, I'm a fan, so <laughs> it, it's cool to, you know, hear you all's voice and then be here with you in person. Um, but I think that you guys are doing a great thing and you know, congratulations, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Uh, you know, keep planting the seeds, if you will. Hey. <laughs> um, but I think that to answer your question Things like this uh, make me happy. So being able to have the opportunity to um, grow, being able to have the opportunity to connect Mm. and give back and um, have impact, I think, is is what really makes me happy. And I feel like that's really my life uh, purpose, Mm. right? My dad's a pastor. My mom is in community health. And so it's like very young the focus was impact. Mm -hmm. So um, those are things that make me happy. And then, of course, there's, you know, other things that make me happy that cost money so (laughs) it's nice to be able to afford those things but I think just being able to have resources allows you to give uh give back to people yeah so that could be financial resources and being able to put together um you know different events or being able to Mm -hmm. put together um just things to like foundations or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. um you know, and within my job, we, we focus in on giving back to people. And yeah. so um, there's a number of things that finances help with in terms of having impact. Yeah, I think that's so beautifully said, right? It's like, I want to have impact. I want to be able to do the things that I love. And then also, like, money kind of helps me do that, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right. I mean, no pressure coming from what sounds like just an incredible support system growing up and then trying yeah. to chart your own path. So really really resonate with that um and it's actually funny you mentioned family because that's very much in line with what we've been asked about today right um we had a listener write in about kind of how to create generational wealth and i really want to shout out this listener because we had an extended conversation back and forth about this where they were going home for the holidays and seeing kind of their uncles and their parents take care of other people in their family wondering like okay how do i actually go about doing that myself So I'll read out what they said to me. They said, you know, I don't know how to have conversations with my family about money or retirement or savings, but I really want to build generational wealth for my existing and upcoming family. Every time I go home, I watch my parents and uncles and aunts take care of my grandparents, and I can't help but think, you know, how will I have to financially support my parents and still set my kids up for success? Where do I start? I'd be lying if I said this wasn't like the number one motivator for me, right? So, Absolutely. Randall, I feel like I just want to just hear what your thoughts are initially, <laughs> and then and then really dive in. Yeah, well, I mean, once again, I appreciate you guys because uh, it's something I'm so passionate about. Yeah, right. I love it. I love this question, um, 
And the fact that uh, he or she is asking this question really means that they're thinking with foresight. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where you start, right? Mm -hmm. That's step number one. And I think if we break down the question, there's a number of things that um, they're getting at within Mm -hmm. there. And I think one of the most critical ones is how do we have those conversations with family? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think in order to start, right, and be able to start moving towards generational wealth, yeah. it really takes education and it takes conversations. Mm-hmm. And so having those two things and being the focus of what you're doing, mm-hmm. right, in order to move with foresight and think about where you're headed, yeah. I think is really where you start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a... I also anchored on the conversation piece, too. And I'll have to be careful because I know my entire family listens to this podcast, right? Yeah. But <laughs> love you guys so much. At the same time, I know that there are people that look at me and say, Leslie, you are just starting off your career. You're starting a business. You're trying to build this wealth. You don't know what you're doing. I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. And like to that, I say, okay, fair. Like I, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I do wonder, like, how can I start to have those extended conversations where not only do I want to help, um, but I also want to plan. Mm -hmm. And for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, whether it's, you know, family members wanted to kind of shield you or guard you from that part of life and stress, like, is there anything that I can do as almost that, like, you know, first coming into adulthood type Mm -hmm. of life stage to be able to say, no, actually, like, we need to have a planning conversation because... We're yeah. jokingly talking about me supporting our entire family in retirement. Mm-hmm. And I'm gay. Like, mm-hmm. let me get the compound. We could yeah. have eight different bedrooms. Y'all can all be in the basement. Like, yeah. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. But I want to have those transparent conversations. So, Liam, I don't know if you're, you're in the same boat, but I, mm-hmm. I'm very curious about this. You just said it. Transparency, <laughs> I think, is the biggest thing. But also embracing your vulnerabilities with your family, too. Mm-hmm. Um Randall also mentioned it just starts with that conversation and being transparent. And if you can't do that with your family or your significant other or your friends um, in some situations, you're not going to get anywhere when it comes to goal setting because you're not going to have any foundation to lean on or to compare to. So I think that is the first step. Um, Randall mentioned have that conversation. Um, And that's the most important thing. Leslie, you reiterated the transparency piece. And that's where this is going to start. When you start to think about different percentages of which family members paying for what, or yeah. or how you're best preparing yourselves for lifelong wealth, right? Yeah. But until that you until you're transparent and feel comfortable speaking specifically about those numbers, you're not going to prog- make any progress at all. Yeah. I do want to add. I actually actually one of our listeners shared with me that what really kick-started their inspiration with finance and their interest in personal finance Mm -hmm. was he grew up with a sister, um, a mother and father, and his father unfortunately passed away at a young age, and he watched his mom struggle because while he was growing up, his dad insisted on handling all of the finances and not Mm -hmm. being transparent. Mm -hmm. And that's what inspired this individual to become so much better educated. With personal finance because yeah. they did not want that to be replicated in their life in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was really powerful to me that that really inspired this person. This person knew what they were talking about. They were really interested, always seeking new resources. Yeah. yeah. But that was sparked from the the situation where a family wasn't transparent. Yeah. One parent held all the finances, all the knowledge, mm-hmm. um, and that's just not going to progress to a sustainable generational wealth. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think you're touching on another thing too, where um, even within like couples, right? Mm-hmm. Couples don't even talk to each other sometimes when mm-hmm. it comes to finances mm-hmm. or don't know what their goals are and vision are together, right? Yeah. So I think that it's uh, a conversation that could be had with anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Parent to child, everybody, you know, right? Parents. Yeah. Um, I think too, you touched on a good point in terms of defensive planning, right? Mm-hmm. So something that we can do and start young is foundational planning, mm-hmm. right? So defensively, if tragedies happen or things happen that we're not expecting, mm-hmm. what effect does that have on my family? Mm-hmm. Because something like that. Um, you, you know, automatically they're yeah. in a space where their trajectory is way different, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So being able to put in place protection pieces um, to be able to make sure family is intact, yeah. right, in case something goes wrong. And then having those conversations and understanding, okay, if this does happen, mm-hmm. you know, what do we do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you, I mean, you can have a million dollars of life insurance, but if your family gets that and they don't know what to do with it. LS facts. You know, what's, what's the point? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to push this a little bit because I feel like we've been talking about like how to be vulnerable. Okay, mm-hmm. what does use me as a guinea pig? What does being vulnerable mean? Does that mean I go in and say, hey, I am worried about not being able to plan with our broader family for what we need? Does that mean I say, hey, like I'm stressed about these three things with money? Or hey, I feel really unsure about how to plan to have kids. Like it. Is that what we're talking about, vulnerable, or is there something else that I'm, I'm missing here? I'm seeing a lot of head nods. So yeah, no, I think, like, I think yeah. we're, we're getting <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that's a, a great question. And I think it really truly depends on the family and mm. the family dynamic. Um, you have some families where you could just go in and be, you know, very direct and mm. just tell mm-hmm. them, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Um, sometimes you have to be more strategic. Mm-hmm. Like parents might not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or if you approach it the wrong way, maybe ask them too many questions. And like, where is this coming from? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Um, so something I was thinking about when I was reviewing this was long-term care. Mm-hmm. Are you all familiar with long-term care planning? So are you talking about, like, if, you know, you know, I have, I have parents that are maybe nearing the age of retirement, and I'm thinking about either supplementing their retirement or helping them with kind of long-term care on the health side? Are, are you combining the two, or is there something else? There so you here? can. Uh, when I say it, I mean long-term care health planning. So mm, health planning, if yeah. you have to have a nurse come in and take care of them, mm-hmm. or if you have to go to a nursing home and stay there mm-hmm. for long periods of time. Yeah. So the reason I bring that up is because now 52% of people over turning 65 are going to be are going to need long-term care. Sheesh. For an average of two years. Yeah. Right? So that's the number one threat to a retirement plan. Uh And ultimately, if that happens to your parents Mm -hmm. and they're not prepared for it, that's the number one threat to your plan. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then, obviously, mm -hmm. you want to be able to adapt and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, step in. And maybe it's not even a parent, but maybe it's an uncle or an aunt or a grandparent or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh So when you talk about, like, sandwich generation, right, Mm -hmm. having to take care of parents, having to take care of kids, um, and having those conversations, even if that's something that you want to do, or even if that's something you don't want to do, mm-hmm. it's important to know the plan around that. Sure. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, okay, if this happens, this is what we're going to do. If right. it doesn't happen, well, are you prepared for retirement right. and all that? And so I think that can be a great way to just start the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just say, 
hey mom dad what's your long-term care plan right mm-hmm. you know because that likely that's something that they're thinking about mm-hmm. and maybe haven't done anything about it it's probably something that friends have spoke about and whatnot they probably wouldn't expect you to be thinking about it though. yeah <laughs> sure yeah. so you coming to them that kind of shows them that you're serious about it and you're really thinking about it yeah well i feel like we really planted the seed on this topic of building generational wealth being proactive being transparent i want to make sure our listeners know how this seed could blossom and grow into its own wealth journey do we have actionable takeaways for these seeds to become plants yeah i i think there's just so much that we unpacked here and then also like a million questions that are following in my head Right. <laughs> um, and I think the one actual that I'm going to anchor on, and, and for those listeners that have been with us for a while, they'll remember this. Um, all of this planning, this long-term care, and even that sandwich generation of being able to take care of your own kids has to do with living within your means. Guys, I'm so sorry that like I keep bringing this up, but I'm also not sorry because this is the way you do it, right? Like If your burn rate is 100% of what you're making, there is no way that you're gonna be able to save an emergency fund for yourself or be able to support your parents, grandparents, etc., more kids down the line. So my one takeaway is, is today, take a look at what that direct deposit is saying, then take a look at that spending tracker and say, all right, am I within my means? And I can think about starting planning. Sure, absolutely, uh, 100% agree. I think just to add on top of that, um, it's really important to build your foundation early. So take a first have a conversation with parents, right? If you need a way to start it, long-term care is great. Or just asking them and saying, hey, what's our plan? Right? I think that's the first step. And then I think getting educated and understanding what they may have missed in terms of parents and uncles, you know, grandparents, and what can you do now to prepare for when you're in that position so that you have so that you're at the next level. Right? I think so often within our community, we make money and we have money and then we go to the next level and then for whatever reason, our kids have to start making money. Mm-hmm. Right? So how do you make sure you stay and make sure your kids start at that level or above where you started or above where you're at? Um, and then lastly, I would say, if you need to, get outside help. Right? Just sharing a quick story um, from my experience. I'm an advisor, right? But I had my parents meet with me monthly. And it took some persistence of saying, hey, we need to do this, we need to do this, mm-hmm. we need to do this. But now we have an advisor for our family that's outside of me. They meet with them and they can voice anything that they're feeling where I don't necessarily need to know. Sure. Right. So having somebody outside can be helpful as well. Yeah. And then I would say be transparent and vulnerable. Be okay admitting to your family that you don't understand part of the financial plan or some of the goals that you're all working towards together. Don't let it be a one-sided mom's handling all the finances, dad's handling all the finances relationship. Be educated as a kid early and have that conversation. That's the first step, as we mentioned. But sadder out of this topic for now. But I did want to take a moment to celebrate an incredible RGM, Real Growth Moment, from another one of our listeners. Um, This one actually came in from Renee in Iowa. Shout out Midwest. Wow, Iowa. Iowa, yeah. (laughs) We're we're all all here in in Chicago, so not too far. So it's nice that it's it's getting out there. But but Renee actually listened to our our paying off student debt episode and just shared 
that after this month, she will be debt-free. Wow. Right. Yeah, so that is awesome. That's um, from, from her student loans. So she graduated two years ago and um, mentioned that in hindsight, she realized that she might have been overpaying initially out of school um, before looking at refinancing options and kind of understanding the other resources that were out there. But she's thrilled to announce that after this month, she'll be debt-free um, and she is on cloud nine. But yeah, so poor, yeah. incredible. I feel That's like, awesome. guys, two years for, for all of us going through student loans right now, two, two years yeah. is a really, really short amount of time. Yep. So Renee, hats off to you. That's incredible. And honestly, Liam and I love, yeah, seriously. I mean, we love bringing up these stories because, right, it's not just Randall. It's not just me and Liam. It's not just Renee really pursuing that wealth in real time. There's a whole community. So we're really grateful for you guys for sharing with us your challenges and what keeps you up at night and then also celebrating your growth moments. Yes. Glad you mentioned that. Please go to the link in our Seeds podcast description. Share your experiences with us. We want to help you achieve your goals. We want to celebrate when you do. Yes, we really can't wait to be a part of that journey. In the meantime, subscribe to Seeds as we collectively pursue wealth and happiness. And I want to give a shout out really quickly to my brother, Doug, who's based in North Carolina for what you'll now realize is probably the best audio quality we have ever had on Seeds. <laughs> Doug has gifted us a fantastic mic, so Doug, love you so much. We're getting Thank there. Thank you so much. And lastly, another shout out, huge <laughs> shout out to Randall for weighing in on this topic of generational wealth, where to start, where to have that conversation. We always love chatting with you, Randall. Randall, where can the listeners follow up with you, keep up to date, follow your journeys, your progress? Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at I'm Randall Harris. Uh, check me out. We're doing a lot of this, you know, encouraging, inspirational stuff. Uh, follow the speaking journey. And then, or if you want to, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Randall Harris the second. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Thanks, Randall. And I think that's all we got for today. Let's all enjoy our hump days. Happy Wednesday, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.